Hello. Today we are discussing the sales tax on groceries in Alabama. My name is Carrie, and I'm here with my colleagues. I'm Latrice Kelly. James Randall. Dalen Kohler. Currently, there are only 13 states that impose sales tax on groceries. Alabama is one of just three states to tax groceries at the normal sales tax rate of 4%. Four of the 13 states provide some sort of tax credit to offset their grocery tax. Six of the 13 provide a reduced grocery tax rate. To date, Alabama offers nothing to offset the sales tax on groceries. Alabama's sales tax revenue goes directly to the state's education trust fund budget. While education needs to be funded, there is a discrepancy among taxpayers, as unfortunately, low-income people, the working poor, pay much more of their income in sales tax than higher-income people because they must spend a very large portion of their income to meet their basic needs. Currently, there are several bills before the Alabama legislature to eliminate or reduce the sales tax on groceries. To that end, should Alabama ax the grocery tax? Reducing the amount of taxes for necessary purchases, such as groceries, has been shown to significantly impact the health of households falling below the poverty line. According to a 2021 study, states that impose sales tax on groceries tend to see higher levels of food insecurity, which disproportionately affects lower income households. In states with a sales tax rate of 44%, such as Alabama, the probability of a household experiencing food insecurity rises significantly compared to states without a tax. It should be noted that Alabama is the sixth poorest state in the nation. And as an Alabama resident, I am affected by the sales tax. Latrice, what is the impact of the current bills before the legislature and how will Alabama recoup the lost tax revenue should the legislature vote to reduce or eliminate the grocery tax? Yeah, Carrie, you've stated earlier that Alabama is the sixth poorest state in the union. And according to the alabamapossible.org website, which is a statewide nonprofit that breaks down the barriers and uh, to prosperity and vertical equity, low-income families pay a higher portion of tax when compared to their income. And reducing the tax on groceries will help Alabama families greatly, especially the working poor. Right now, according to um, the website, they did an interview with Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth, and he even said that Alabama families could keep more of their hard-earned money when paying for groceries if they don't have to pay tax. So the reduction of the tax on groceries will improve the health and well-being of a lot of our poor and working poor families. Right now, we're looking at grocery prices soaring. According to the Bureau of Labor, Labor Statistics, the average American spent family spent 
about $5,000 each year on groceries. Now, we don't know what size the family was on this particular one, but that's a lot of money. And then when you look at a married couple with children, they spend an average of 12% of their income on food, while a parent with one single child spent 14% of their income on food purchases. So when you couple that with adding the tax on top of that, you're just increasing the amount that they have to pay. And we will see where families have to make choices between whether to buy eggs. You know, we, we've all seen the egg prices skyrocket recently, which has been odd to me, but looking at the egg prices go up to $6, then you put a tax on top of that. You, you know, you're looking at a, a, an, an additional 24 cents. <laughs> I know you're like, well, that's not a whole lot of money. But when you add and add and add, that's 25 cents, 25 cents, 25 cents. You've got a whole nother dollar there that could have been spent on something other than just, you know, the eggs in themselves. So let's hope that our legislatures keep a lot of things in mind when they're making decisions, because this is a really hard decision that they have to make. And I, I don't take that lightly. And I know they are not taking it lightly either that this is a big deal. So not only are we talking about eliminating a grocery tax that could really help families, but then we also talk about that tax was doing good work in our school system. You said it was going for our educational funds. You know, you mentioned that earlier. So how do we replace that tax? So I'll give it over to um, James to kind of talk about that a little bit. What do we do? Well, that's the problem with taxes is uh, if you get rid of it or if you reduce it, what are you going to do to replace that income? Um, while no one likes paying for it, a lot of uh, programs from the government, a lot of uh, people throughout the state, the cities, depend on this tax revenue, especially if something as dependent as grocery tax revenue, that would put a burden on a lot of um, various programs throughout the state. The... Um, the other issue with the grocery tax is that, it, like you mentioned, it feeds into the education trust, which no one wants to reduce the education trust, especially when you consider Alabama year after year um, ranks at the bottom or near the bottom every year in terms of education rankings. Um, but you can't just sit idle, um, especially when Alabama is just one of three states without any kind of tax breaks on groceries. That just kind of goes to show you how far we are behind in this area that if we're one of three states that aren't getting any tax breaks to their citizens, just how much the citizens are in need of um, some type of break, whether it's a reduction or completely get rid of all the tax on the groceries. And it seems like the uh, public's voice has gotten louder on getting something done when prices have gone through the roof. Um, 
you know, people are starting to pay more attention to how much they're taking home, uh, what their paycheck, how much is left over, because things such as um, eggs, bread, milk have gone through the roof and to the point to where people are having to make hard choices. But one of the areas that Alabama could help would be to eliminate or cap the federal tax pay deduction on Alabama state tax returns. Again, no one likes um, getting rid of a deduction, but this could help other families with um, the benefit of reducing the grocery tax would help with offsetting the or eliminating the federal tax deduction on the state tax return. And then the other area I would suggest would be the raise the property taxes. Alabama has such low property taxes. In fact, if um, Alabama's per capita property tax collections just match the average of the other southeastern states, then Alabama would have an additional $2 billion. And that's just to get to the average of one region of the U.S. And finally, I would suggest um, another area where Alabama could focus on offsetting some of these taxes would be to uh, for state and local to raise the taxes in state and local governments. Uh, Alabama state and local governments collect less per capita in taxes than any other state and local government in the entire nation. So you, you can see Alabama's low taxes in certain areas are great um, for families, but they're also getting hit with uh, grocery taxes, which is just hurting, especially the lower to middle middle income families. That's interesting because I lived in Florida most of my life and Florida doesn't have grocery sales tax. Um, they do have a bit higher property tax than Alabama does, but they're also, you know, big in tourism, but they're able to keep their budgets up because of the sales tax they're receiving on the little bit higher property tax than they charge in Alabama. So, and of course, Alabama really doesn't have tourism to speak of. So, um, Dalen, how are the other states that, assess grocery taxes, how are they dealing with their assessments? Yeah, um, with the with the recent increase in inflation and grocery costs, uh, many states are proposing uh, some form of grocery tax relief. Uh, there have been multiple states that have recently passed laws to lower the grocery tax rates. Some of those states are uh, Kansas, and during 2022, Kansas passed a bill to eliminate its state sales tax on groceries by 2025. There was uh, strong support for this bill to pass. They will be eliminating the tax in phases. Uh, their 6.5% sales tax was just reduced to 4.5% on January 1st, 2023. The tax will then drop from 4% to 2% on January 1st of 2024. And then finally, the tax will completely be eliminated on January 1st, 2025. <clears throat> so a big move there, uh, going from 6.5% to zero by 2025. 
Um, Idaho during 2022, Idaho signed into law a $20 increase in the amount that residents can recover on taxes paid on uh, food through its grocery tax sales credit. Uh, residents there under 65 years old will receive $120 credit uh, increase from $100. And residents 65 years and older will receive $140 credit up from $120. So that isn't really a very large amount of savings, but I suppose anything helps. Um, the loss in revenue there from the credit will be made up by tapping a fund that collects online purchase sales tax. Illinois is also providing relief uh, for its residents. The Illinois Family Relief Plan placed a pause on taxes uh, for essential items. The state will suspend its 1% grocery tax until June of 2023. Uh, this plan also provided relief for other items such as gas and school supplies. So Illinois is offering a grocery tax credit. Tennessee, Tennessee charges a 7% sales tax, but taxes groceries a little bit lower at 5%. Last summer, the states saw a month-long grocery tax holiday. For this year, they're proposing a three-month tax holiday during the summer. Tennessee's approach is a temporary one for now. And then... Virginia, during 2022, Virginia voted to cut its 2.5% tax on groceries and personal hygiene products. The state will allow local municipalities to charge up to 1%. The tax cut took effect uh, January 1st of this year, so Virginia has completely eliminated its uh, state grocery tax. And then, so it appears that States are taking a variety of approaches to grocery tax relief, including eliminating the tax, reducing the tax, increasing tax credits, and offering temporary relief through things like tax holidays. Hey, Dalen, thank you for that, because our um, legislatures really do have a lot to consider. That those options where they can... Um, reduce it, uh, do a phase out, or just, you know, eliminate it altogether are, are options. And you know us Alabamians like to eat and we enjoy our food. So going to a, you know, no tax on groceries will be a major hit to the state's revenue. Um, and pushing it back on the cities may not be what needs to happen because citizens aren't going to go for that either because you can't raise the tax you know on food in locals and then you know eliminate it at the state level but hey we're just here giving our opinions and hopefully those people who have who are charged with making the decision will make the best decision for us Alabamians as a whole so um, you know, that's all I got. Yeah, I think those are all good points. Uh, as you can see, it just kind of shows you, hey, all other states are trying to tackle this. Um, and Alabama shouldn't just sit on the sideline. They should come up with something, propose something, because especially lower income, middle class families are getting hard, hit hard, especially when 
not only with groceries, but other various uh, increases in costs. And this is true. And in the several of the bills that are before the legislature right now propose um, to one of the proposals is to send uh, Alabama residents a one-time payment of, um, I forget whether it's $400 for single and $800 for married. But you have to remember, if you get that rebate and you go spend it on groceries, unless they eliminate the tax, you're paying tax on the rebate that you just received. So to me, that's a little... Um, oxymoronic, I guess. Um, the others are that we could uh, tweak the uh, tax breaks for the special interest groups um, and, of course, raise tax rates for the higher income people, households in Alabama. So I hope that the legislature makes some good decisions this time because we do need a break. We all know this. We all buy groceries. And we need a break. Um, James, you made a point earlier that the money that's sitting in the trust fund cannot be stagnant. Uh, <laughs> there is an article out there right now that because right now we have Alabama has a $500 million surplus in the education trust fund. So there have been several proposals out there as to what they're going to do with this extra money. Um, and there was an article recently written, which I found quite humorous. It says that, um, how's Alabama going to spend the $500 million surplus in the education trust fund? And to quote this author, Alabama's education trust fund has been hijacked. The ETF is now Governor Kay Ivey's ATM. Lipstick on a pig? Ivey is trying to disguise the whole $311 million hog and sneak it through as an educational funding. I'm not, this is not political, but it is funny that we have this much money sitting out there, and yet we're still the sixth poorest state in the nation. So our people, that all people that live in Alabama, they need a break somehow. And if there's that, this much money in the, sitting in the fund, just sitting there, then it needs, it is the people's money. We paid that money in. So they need to be creative in how they get it back to us. Um, so do you guys have any other thoughts, any other comments? No. Well, in, in conclusion, the elimination or reduction of the grocery sales tax for Alabamians should be a relief for all residents, as we've all said. But we need to note, though, depending on which bill is passed, if any, there will be consequences to the loss of the revenue. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Latrice. I'm James. And I'm Daylon. Have a good evening. <laughs>